mess with the best, you will die like the rest. Hello and welcome to episode 242 of Under the Cowl of MS. This is going to be a, another video game review segment followed with some more things you can buy comic book related wise in the future. We're going to start out with the games with Black Myth Wukong. It looks like you get to play as the Monkey King or a monkey-like character. I'm hoping it's the Monkey King and you get to deal with all the different Asian gods and all that stuff. But it's insanely gorgeous, beautiful graphics. The fighting in the snowy mountains. You're in deep snow and you get the trait, the tracking and the movement and the gliding in the snow. It just it looks perfectly done. Lots of sword play. You get to battle demons and the dead. There's one demon that can bring the dead back to life and stuff. Like statue characters. Frozen characters and stuff like that. It just looks looks awesome. Looks like at some moment you might, might get to play as a bat. Vampire bat or something like that. Uh... Get the drunken master fighting style in here. You get to battle dragons. There's huge creatures. But yeah, that one was pretty awesome looking. I give it a five out of five. I want to see what's up with that. I definitely want to see more. And then going through a bunch of PlayStation upcoming games and some other games that are on other systems too. You got Arashi Castles of of Sin. This is a PSVR style game. Looks like it has that samurai warrior look to it. It didn't give me a ton of info on it, but it looked interesting. So I'm just going to give it a 3 out of 5 for now. A lot of the PlayStation games I probably won't get a chance to play anyways unless they're cross-platform because I was originally a PlayStation person and then Xbox took me in and kept me satisfied, and PlayStation kept coming out with consoles that I just really hated the way they looked and felt, and they were very goofy working with. Last one I had was the PS3, and that that system I couldn't get to work half the time when I wanted it to. They gave up on it, but I still have my PS2. And I think I still have PlayStation. Got rid of my handheld unit. Uh, but yeah, I'm still a fan of PlayStation. I just fell out because Xbox has been holding so strong and PlayStation didn't want to play with any other, any other systems. They you know, didn't play, uh, couldn't play well with others apparently. And it's like with Xbox with the Game Pass and stuff, I mean, it's just hard, hard to compete with that. So um, I'd love to get another PlayStation someday, but I still play. I still love my PS2, and I got a ton of games for it. So then we have uh, Major League Baseball MLB The Show 2021 has a Field of Dreams add-on coming to it. Because they had that whole Field of Dreams game this year and all that stuff. And I guess they're getting ready to make another movie or redo the movie or something with it. Who knows? I give it a 3 out of 5. Not huge on the baseball games. Uh, I Am Dead. It's an animated game. It looks like you're a curator curator of a museum that's dead. <laughs> it's ghost has ghostly powers that, that you have or something. You're basically a dead curator that has ghostly powers. I, you get to find other ghosts. There's puzzles and trivia and stuff. But yeah, two out of five for that one. Blue refill. Blue Reflection. I cannot say any of the names today. Second Sight. Uh, 
in an, you're in an academy full of people. That's cool. It's got that Asian schooling feel to it. Uh, sounds like the people lost their memories and you get transported to different worlds. You gotta unlock mysteries, make academic life fun. There's battles, exploration. It's subtitled, so what the hell? But I don't know. I need more out of it. I'll give it three out of five for now. We got Windjammers 2, an animated top-down soccer pong feeling game with trick shots. It's like a discus pong type look to it. I give it a two out of five. I don't think I ever played Windjammers 1. So. But yeah, it's like just basically pong with 3D graphics and you're just Two characters kicking on or throwing an item back and forth, trying to score in a small area. Synth Riders got a futuristic PSVR game. Looks like you're dancing while you're racing. It's like you're yourself racing through some type of course. But you're dancing around and you're grabbing things out of the air as you're racing. Uh, it looks like it has 54 tracks. But I give it a 2 out of 5. Looked kind of goofy to me. Uh, arcade Action Wrestling. It's a fast-paced animated wrestling game. Uh, 16 match types. Tons of match options. And they had crazy extras... Lots of unique wrestlers. They had flaming tables. They had weird weaponry that you can bring into the matches. It just it looked like a ton of fun. Uh, I give it a four out of five. Usually get easily bored with wrestling games and fighting games like that, but we'll see. I'd love to play it. I like the animated ones more. Quit with the reality. Just have the fun. That way you can bring in all kinds of goofy things and doing goofy costumes and that stuff and makes it more fun. Super Hiking League DX. Uh, Side-by-side battles, split screen, competitive platformer, play against AI or a friend. It's got elastic rope physics, unlock hikers and levels. Looks like you're trying to climb up. It's like a side-by-side like the two boxes on a, like a Tetris-style combat game. You got the two box areas, one on each side, and you're competing to use this rope that shoots you up, and you keep pulling yourself up further and further and faster so you get to the top the fastest. I'm guessing. Not really sure. Looked, eh. I give it a three out of five. Black Book. It's animated. Dark World look to it. You explore, you solve stuff, you fight, you follow the story, you have card card play and a bunch more. Didn't really show much, so I give it a 2 out of 5. At Crimson Spires, investigate in 3D, rich environments, uh, rich character dialogue, unlock multiple unique romantic paths, new games, Plus, solve solve the mystery. I don't know. It didn't show me much. It was kind of confusing. I give it a two out of five. Pile up. Got these blocky looking characters. There's puzzle play, racing games, sports games. Customize up to four player co op. It was kind of confusing video. Also, when I seen the blocky characters and seen pile up, I'm like. For a name, I'm like, okay, we're gonna stack each other, stack blocks. <laughs> the way they've been coming out with a lot of these games lately, there's stuff that's basically direct like that. But I give it a two out of five. Uh, foreclosed comic book story look, action RPG for first person shooter feel to it. Uh, take back what you lost, fight the evil. Didn't show me much. Didn't tell me much. Two out of five. Tetragon. Uh, looks like you're save, trying to save your 
missing child in a unique world. You solve puzzles and reshape the world. Discover your own journey. Eh, I'm sure if I got my hands on it, it would be more fun than it looks. But for looks-wise, I give it a 2 out of 5. And I think that's good for video games for now. We're caught up on those at the moment. I think I could end this with some weird news or fact from the past. See what we got here. During the 17th century in Turkey, Anyone caught smoking was beheaded. Sultan Murad also thought tobacco was caused infertility and turned soldiers weak. That's a high price for cigarettes <laughs> getting beheaded. Uh, a 103-year-old granny was angry because she caught a woman smooching with her 96-year-old boyfriend. She got so angry that she took off after her 101-year-old 101 rival and beat her up with her cane, killing her. Jeez. Crazy old bats. One more here. A gas meter reader finally got into a house to read the meter after trying for a year. When he got in the basement, he found a well-dressed man sitting in a patio chair Minus his head, which was under his chair. His wife told the police she hadn't seen her husband for several months, but it seems she never placed a missing person before. Now that's true love. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to you with some comic book related items you can buy in the future right after this. I know, I know. I'm going to let you know what you're going to buy. Don't worry. Back off. Starting out with Provenance of Secrets, number one, by Scout Comics. It's Provenance of Secrets brings early 50s crime noir into the realms of cosmic horror. Set in L L.A., a brutal murder throws up some increasingly strange leads and pushes a detective down a path to something that is far from his usual work. Taking the world that Robert Chambers, the King in Yellow, existed within will only make this noir even darker and haunting. Providence of Secrets is a recipe for horror noir, one that you'll keep reading knowing it will only get more terrifying. Why don't you tell us more about it instead of just repeatedly saying that it's a noir story? I don't know enough, so I'm going to have to either bargain it or skip it. The Punchline fans, they have a Punchline coloring book out by Antarctic Press. Purgatory's starting up a new run with Volume 4, Number 1, by Dynamite Entertainment, which sucks because I'll probably have to jump on it. Debut issue from the team that brought you the Seismic Bamarella vs. Purgatory series comes the solo follow-up for the Demon of Dark Horror. Purgatory is really living the vampire demon life. She's got Lilith's nasty mind worm eating her willpower. She's going bug nuts crazy, and now there's a bunch of witches targeting her with their weird body-snatching schemes. Clearly, it's time for some quiet introspection and careful planning, right? Get ready for Bloody Mayhem instead. Hey, maybe if the witches take over her body, then the witches will have to deal with the brain bug, and she won't die from the brain bug, and she can go on from there after one of the witches dies taking over her body. That sounds like something that could happen. Lots of covers, of course, because it's a dynamite comic. This is resolicited. I don't know nothing about it. It's called Radio Apocalypse Number 1 by Vault Comics. Long after the rock out of space struck the world and turned it all, in, all to dust, 
in Bakerstown stands the last radio station on the planet. Radio Apocalypse broadcasting into the unknown. A beacon in the dark for those who wander the lost places. Now change is coming to Bakerstown. Among the refugees flocking in, into an already precarious settlement, an orphan boy, Ryan, caught in an indiscretion, indiscretion, will twine his fate with the radio station and in doing so begin this mixtape of love and heartbreak and interminable hope. The soundtrack to the end of the world. It sounds like it could be fun. I kind of sounds like I did read about it before, but I don't remember. I'll think about it and put it in a bargain bin. Maybe buy it. <laughs> Rangers of the Divide trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. After taking charge of a ragtag group of dragon riding cadets, a commanding ranger has one last shot at altering the fate of humanity. Venturing into uncharted territories, they face wild creatures, legendary beasts, and unforeseeable dangers in pursuit of a mysterious ancient enemy. But the commander is hiding something in formation, something information that could turn the tide of their mission or make it their last. Collects the four issue miniseries, which I did not check out, but I recall some of these characters on the covers. I don't know. Bargain it, probably. We have Refrigerator Full of Heads, number one, by DC Black Label. Hill House Comics, of course, is back, and heads are going to roll for making readers wait. The new wave of titles begins with a rancid return trip to Bloody Brody Island. For a year now, the mysterious acts that unleashed pandemonium during the hurricane of 83 has waited at the bottom of the bay, but nothing that powerful stays buried. Brody Island has new visitors and a new sheriff town in town too. Not to mention a dangerous great white shark spotted in its waters. And when vacationing couple Calvin Berenger and Arlene Fields find themselves on the wrong side of Brody's unsavory elements, their beachcombing will turn up something a lot sharper than sea glass. Uh, it definitely sounds interesting. I, I'll get into it in the future. I'll bargain it because you gotta, I got to catch up on all those other runs first. They have Resistance Uprising in trade paperback form by the AWA Upshop group. That was one that I wanted to get into, and I didn't, and so maybe I'll go with the trade paperback form of it. Uh, we got more Rick and Morty fan stuff. We got Rick and Morty Presents Snuffles Goes to War, number one, by Oni Press. Years ago, Morty's dog Snuffles left Earth to find a planet for his fellow canine kind. Now, at the height of their canine empire, war is coming. It's dog versus squirrel in a cosmic battle for the future of all good dogs. <laughs> I'm sure that's a fun story, but I haven't followed all the other Rick and Morty stuff, so I'll be skipping that for now. We have Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number one, by Image Comics. This is a crime series when an, when an un unassuming man stumbles upon a dark web contract, assassin's vicious plot to kill an innocent target, he turns himself into one. The professional meets Road to Perdition, in the story of a family's unlikely guardian being hunted by rich and powerful men who are used used to getting away with everything. And so, yeah, same old story. 
Skipping it. Not for me. We have Rise of the Jinn, number one of three. This is by Xenoscope Entertainment. Things couldn't be worse for Tamara Brazil, a highly decorated and venerable, venerable, venerable police detective with almost 15 years of experience on the job. I wonder how many people when I'm speaking are like just screaming words at me. <laughs> it's like, you dumb bastard, don't you know how to read it? Say, like, no, I just spell it, read it the way it's spelled, damn it. I know these words meant something else in my brain before, but I got MS now, so they don't come out the way they're supposed to anymore. Pick it up and live with it. Uh, her world comes crashing down around her when her husband is murdered at the hands of a serial killer she has been pursuing. And to make matters worse, she is diagnosed with stage four for breast cancer before she has a chance to bring the killer to justice. But as fate would have it, she is given a second chance at life when she discovers that she is a descendant of an ancient race of jinn, genies, with the power to cure herself and others. However, there is a catch. She can only keep the power so long as she aids a pair of evil jinn bring an ancient jinn named Argon back to life to aid them in a coming war against the other jinn of the world. A war which could usher in an age of misery and strife for mankind. Yeah, I'm sure that's a fun story. I'll bargain it down the road, maybe. And that's it for today, and we'll get back to you with more goodies sometime soon. Hey, we got some more goodies for you. We're going to start with Rush number one by Vault Comics. This hungry earth reddens under snow-clad hills. 1899. Yukon Territory. Frozen frontier. Bloodied and bruised by the last great gold rush. But in a lawless waste to the north, something whispers in the hindbrains of men, drawing them to a blighted valley where great spider tracks mark the snow and impossible guns roar in the night. To Brokhof, where gold and blood are mined alike, now stumbling towards its haunted forest, comes a woman gripped not by greed, but by snarling rage of a mother in search of her child. From C. Spurrier, uh, uh, yeah, but madness in the wild Yukon, horror and madness. I don't know. Could be interesting. I'm getting attacked by a cat, so we gotta see what happens with this. <laughs> like skating around on my stomach, trying to stay up. <laughs> this is hilarious, but yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to do some finagling here to get it. Him tucked in, all right, he's going to fall on his little hairy butt. Yeah, there you are. All right, let's see what else we got here. I don't know. We got to get people to buy stuff. They're just dying to buy it. You want to play with my microphone, huh? Saga fans, or if you want to get into Saga by Image Comics, they have the Saga box set. Get the whole story all in one big box set. And it's got one big box price, but it's actually not too bad, considering how big the story is. And it's something I'd, I'd consider checking out, because I heard how great that story is. So I just have yet to read any of it. They have a Scars of Dracula, Count Dracula 2.0, one-fourth polyresin statue by Star Ace Toys Limited, which I know my wife would love. And they have a deluxe version also. But at that price, my wife will have to wait. Uh, we also have the Scream magazine coming out with more of those. 
Gotta keep up on them. There is it just amazes me how many magazines are coming back right now. And it's just they all disappeared because the readers quit and the magazine prices got so outrageous. Now they're all making a big comeback. Everybody misses holding those magazines in hand. We got Shriek number one by Fantico. All new tales of, ter- of horror and dark fantasy from eight creators of the macabre. Uh, Jim Whiting launches the return of Lady Dracula while living in a trailer park in upstate New York. Cassandra, the daughter of Dracula, is hunted by an army of Nosferatu and begins the journey to restore the reign of Dracula. Keith Hagen. And writer Dennis Webster spin a warped space-time twisting tale of terror in Zanat. Uh, there's another story, the Gorayu of Akagahari takes us to Japan's suicide forest to meet the evil samurai spirit that rules the forest with a bloody sword. Hang on one sec, I gotta do a cat adjustment. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna get your little hairy butt up here so I can hold on to you better. Come on. Ah, these cats. I gotta coddle him because at the moment he's dealing with uh, some type of upper respiratory infection. Uh, You can hear him breathing and wheezing on here, but. He's got this sneeze going where he shoots out a big green booger once. <laughs> they were sitting there <laughs> eating dinner the other night, and he's laying on the counter next to us and sneezes, and this big snot drill comes all the way out and touches the <laughs> Ah, right in my face. That wasn't a good one. Oh, I could have dealt without that, Limers. Names Lemmy. Let me kill Meiser, by the way, if you haven't heard before. Yeah, he's got a cold. Oh, yeah, get him his antibiotics tomorrow and get him put on that. Okay, we got a dark metaphysical tale of transformation in the dark woods and deep recesses of the mind. Uh, There's a hunt for a serial killer who slaughters campers. And hungers to kill again in the circus of terror. And it's a bunch of little fun stories. This one I'll be grabbing. Yeah, it's higher priced, but it sounds like it's got quite a few stories in it. So hopefully they're good and they complete. For the fans of Silver Age Cat Classics, they have a Ghostly Tales Volume 2 out. If you got Volume 1, grab onto this one. It collects, oh, it looks like Ghostly Tales, number 60 to 64, from 1967. That's it that you're putting in there? You would think they'd have a bunch more than that issues in it. But yeah, that's pretty pretty basic to just do four issues. I don't know. That, that might be wrong. They might have more than that in there. They better for that price because they're asking for 27 bucks off the top retail. So, then we got GI Joe fans. We got Snake Eyes Dead Game Declassified by IDW Publishing. Peer behind the mask of GI Joe's Superstar Ninja Commando and see what made Rob Liefeld's Snake Eyes Dead Game into a phenomenon. Never before seen material in there. If you're a fan of Snake Eyes, better check it out. Then we got So I'm a Spider, So What? Kumoko Sisters Graphic Volume, Volume, Graphic Novel, Volume 1 by Yen Press. So, as you might have noticed, I get reincarnated in another world as a spider. And somewhere along the line, I somehow picked up a skill called Parallel Minds, which, you know, is great when you need a little extra help 
running from monsters and firing off magic spells, but it can get kind of crazy when there's four of me living in my head. Uh, It sounds kind of interesting if I was going to jump on some type of manga series right now. I'd probably jump on to that and check it out. For now, it will go in the bargain it aisle. Yet some strange disturbances. Cold Winter's Eve one-shot by Headless Shakespeare Press. With a break in the action, Prescott, Delilah, and the Contessa share in the tradition of sharing Victorian ghost stories on Christmas Eve. As the stories unfold, each crafted by a different comic book creator, the night builds to the biggest shock of all, a ghastly visitor. Uh, you got to give more description than that for it to be a one-shot that's retailing out at 8 bucks. But, yeah, I'll bargain that one, too. They have a South Park kick the baby pen. Kick the baby! <laughs> kick the baby. Oh, kick the baby. <laughs> That's by Zen Monkey Studios, LLC. That's something I'd pick up. Stabity Bunny fans. They got Trade Paper Bag Volume 1, New Edition. By Scout Comics. Check that out. Stabity Bunny. Very fun. A little bit I had checked out. And I will definitely be getting more of that in the future. And we will get ourselves with more stuff for you also in the future. And be back with you soon. The goodies we have for you to buy in the future are Star Trek The Mirror War, number one, by IDW Publishing. Return to the Mirror Universe to the next generation with this brand new series with exciting new surprises await around every corner. To conquer the mirror universe, Captain Picard must first seize control of the shipbuilding planet of Fondori. The only problem, Fondori is inside Klingon Cardassian Cardassian Alliance territory. I don't know how to say that. Kardashian or Kardashian or whatever. Uh, it's probably is Kardashian. It's Kardashians probably get kicked back for it. But on a Star Trek follower, apparently. So, obviously. So, I'll be skipping it. But I am a Star Wars fan, and they have another Star Wars Adventures Ghost of Vader's Castle, a third one. And fourth one coming out, we're going to be doing the, and a fifth one. So I'm assuming these will be the last three. And we'll be talking about those in our group discussion on Crimson Call Comic Club. So listen in on that for those when they come out. And then we have a Star Wars Darth Vader action figure glow in the dark version, which is pretty cool looking by Beast Kingdom. There's a... Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope, egg attack action figure, uh, Dubak and Sand Trooper exclusive, previews exclusive. There's a Star Wars Episode 6, Boba Fett figure. These are from Beast Kingdom. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Trail of Shadows, number one. By Marvel Comics. It's a Jedi Knight and Private Eye team up to uncover a mystery that will change the High Republic forever. A Jedi Master is dead. Another is in a state of complete shock. It's a murder the likes of which the Jedi Order has never seen before. There are no leads. There are no suspects. There is no motive. But Jedi investigator Amiric Captor must solve the case before it's too late. The fate of the Jedi, the Huts, and the Hill, and everyone in the galaxy 
hangs by the tangled thread of lies and deceit. Emmerich will need to dive into the darkness, testing himself and his Jedi ideas like never before. He'll need help. Luckily, Private Eye, Sian Holt, lives in the dark. Together, they'll follow this trail of shadows wherever it leads, if they can work together, that is. Sure, that's a good story if you're a Star Wars fan. It's not one I'm going to jump on because I'm so far behind on stories right now with Star Wars. And I'm going to worry about those and I'll do the Vader's castle for the Halloween type stories. Got Star Wars The Mandalorian Beskar Armor 112th Model Kit by Bandai Hobby. I could go for doing a model. I'd do a Mandalorian one. That'd be kind of fun. But they need the little Grogu character with them, though. Yeah, Star Wars The Mandalorian Beskar Armor 112th Model Kit. Silver by Bandai Hobby. These are all Bandai Hobby model kits. There's also a Star Wars Vehicle Model Razor Crest model kit. Uh, there's a Vehicle Model Razor Crest silver version model kit that you can check out there's a star wars war of the bounty hunters companion trade paperback by marvel comics they got so many of these bounty hunter ones they also have star wars war of the bounty hunters ig88 number one one shot coming out which i want i really want all these damn one shots and stuff and uh, but i want to get the whole War of the Bounty Hunters run, which here's the way to get my ass started on it, too, is Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters trade paperback by Marvel's coming out in November, so it could go that route. We'll see. I'm going to think about it. They got a snow punk, snow punk, Steampunk Snow White, number one of two by Second Sight Publishing. From the mastermind behind Neotopia and Courageous Princess comes a spectacular steampunk take on a classic fairy tale. In a far-off kingdom, the queen sends her armies of steam-powered joggernauts to successful conquest, all while she and her subordinate lords pass the wartime expenses onto the peasants. Her daughter, Princess White, protects to no avail. The commoners only hope is the daring raider Lone Fox. But on his latest assault, the vigilante is ambushed. Sure, it's a good story. We all dream of it. Getting rid of these dumbasses and taking over to higher powers and making the world a better place, but it's never going to happen. You can only dream about it in fairy tales. Uh, sticking with these box sets, these group sets, they have for the zombie lovers, Stitched, stitched number one gore covers bake set number one to six by Avatar Press. They also have number 13 to 19 gore covers and the number seven to 12 gore cover set. So if you want to stock up on those, that's the perfect way to go. And you get the gore covers, which are way cooler than the original covers, in my opinion. Then we got Strange Academy presents Death of Doctor Strange, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. Strange Academy is closed until the events surrounding Doctor Strange's death are resolved. So the students go back to their parents. Eric and Alvy's mom happens to be the Enchantress. So you know this isn't going to go smoothly. We're going to learn that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree and more than just one realm is in trouble. All this and more. I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of interesting stuff with those. Uh, we have following up the Suicide Squad movie. The Suicide Squad 2 movie. We got Suicide Squad 2021, Volume 1, Give Peace a Chance, trade paperback by DC Comics. And you got a big bag of dicks right on the front of the cover. The peacemaker there. Recruited to lead Task Force X, peacemaker, peacemakers, 
Peacemaker's first mission forces him into Gotham's Arkham Asylum, where he and his team must free the deadly assassin known as Talon. Known as Talon. But forming his team is only one of the peace-loving hero's hurdles, as he must also face the threats of Red X from Teen Titans Academy and Perils of Earth 3. Now uh, it's got Teen Titans stuff getting crossed over into there, so yeah, that'll make me easily avoid it, and then I don't have the big bag of dicks Peacekeeper to read about in there. And, but the one thing I do want, yeah, Suicide Squad 2021, Harley Quinn uh, figure by Bandai Tamashi Nations. That looks pretty kick-ass. And, of course, the Suicide Squad King Shark run still going on. They have Super Cebrus versus COVID-19 one-shot by Aardvark Anaheim Studios. I said it before, I don't care about this character, but he always has interesting books come out. But on a distant planet, in front of a star-studded cast of CIH and Gust of Door characters, Super Cerebus and COVID-19 duke it out for, well, we don't really know. The important thing is they duke it out. Why it did? Why why a distant planet? No idea. We don't explain classic 1970s story premises. We just make fun of them. Stop asking so many questions. And just thrilled to this galaxy-spanning tale of superheroic aardvark and microscopic basketball with knobby little things sticking out of it that paralyzed a planet and thrilled an entire generation. So basically, I'm guessing it's a crossover of the whole new Looney Tunes basketball two or whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> well, you have a Mandalorian Boba Fett rearmored passenger window decal by FanRafts Incorporated. They also have the man, uh, another Mandalorian one in the different armor. So check those out if you want to stick them on your windows and scare the shit out of people on the highways. But we'll get back to you with more goodies in the future. Cha-ching! Give us your money. We got, we got Swamp Dogs number one by Scout Comics. Uh, they came from the swamp the scummiest squad of Confederate soldiers brought back to life by powerful voodoo magic. They crave power, carnage, and female flesh. They are the Swamp Dogs. Now young lovers, Ayana and Violet, and their friends from the goofy stoner metal band, The Grunch, will unknowingly fall into their ghoulish nest. Bear witness to a rollicking gore fest straight out of the shocking grindhouse and revengeful black exploitation of the 1970s and the cult horror classics of the 1980s with a modern twist. Sounds kind of fun. But I won't jump on it right away, so I will bargain it. Yeah. Tales of Terror, Annual Goddess of Death by Xenoscope Entertainment. 64 pages of content. Kerez is the goddess of death and has punished many deserving beings, sending them to pay for their sins for eternity in a hellish afterlife. But Kerez isn't the only one who should be feared. The world below is full of those who seek to take power but also escape the prison they are held in and rise to our world. The Twelve Kings of Hell are making their move, and only Kerez stands in the way of utter world-changing chaos. Will she be able to stop them and keep Hell from rising? Who is the Thirteenth King of Hell? Find out in this dark and evil trip to the world beyond, 
as we pull back the veil and learn the secrets of the goddess of death. I'll be buying it. Just got to figure out what covers. Another one. I'll be buying is Tales of Terror Quarterly 2021 Halloween Special by Xenoscope Entertainment. It's got a cool cover. This one's got 72 pages of content. The Tales of Terror Halloween Special returns for another year in this oversized quarterly format. <clears throat> Losing my voice. With tons of blood-dripping pages of horror-filled stories. Join Carez, the goddess of death, as she brings her own brand of justice this year to those attending a haunted theme park during the height of the horror season. Don't miss these three tales, sure to put you in the spooky mood and bring terror to your lives just in time for Halloween. So I'm going to have to get this and read the other one first, just so I get to know more about Carez before I read that and ruin things. They both sound fun, so they'll both be going in my cart, probably. Got Task Force Z, Force Z, number one, by DC Comics. Task Force X saw villains working their way to freedom. Task Force Z will see dead villains working for a new chance at life. On A-Day, the attack of the Arkham Asylum left hundreds of Gotham's most cunning and deranged criminals dead. Now a mysterious benefactor has activated the government's task force. Clause, clause to bring them back as the ultimate army of the night. To lead this team of the undead, only a person who knows exactly what it feels like to be brutally murdered and brought back to life can handle the job. Enter Red Hood. But when Jason Todd unravels the mystery surrounding Task Force C's creation, will he try to destroy it or embrace it? Drink for the working man. I gotta fix his throat. It's getting really scratchy. <clears throat> See if that helps. But yeah, that, I. Didn't really want it, but now I kind of want to read that. Like that, the Red Hood's bringing these characters together. Yeah, I might have to check it out. Yeah, Techno Freak. Oh no, that's number two of three. So that's coming out. If you got number one, you got number two coming out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Best of. They got April O'Neil. Coming out next. I think Splinter was the last one. I think Casey was before that. Got the Dark Trade Paperback from Dark Horse Comics. Collects the original digital series, The Dark. Which is basically after a worldwide cyber war ends technology as we know it. A former super soldier teams up with a biopunk to fight the rise of a biological internet forcing humanity to connect to it whether they want to or not. An original graphic novel. It's, I don't know much about it, so I'd bargain it. There's a Tim Doyle, Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> if you Know the Simpsons at all. Bart would make phone calls to uh, the bar and sit there and use all kinds of different names. And one was Amanda Hug and Kiss. So when he's sitting there yelling out, is there an Amanda Hug and Kiss? And it's saying faster and faster and it's Comes out to a man to hug and kiss. This is Bardo's eyes torturing Mo with all those different call, phone calls, prank calls. But yeah, they got a thousand piece puzzle. It's got Mo's tavern. It's got the donut shop in the background and stuff. 
Cool. If you're a Simpson fan, they also got a Night Falls on the SNPP, which has the little 7-Eleven type shop from the Simpsons with the nuclear reactors in the background. Thousand piece puzzle, both by SCB distributors. And then we got Fright Night number one. This is Tom Holland's Fright Night number one by American Mythology. Basically, welcome to Fright Night. Well, actually, welcome to Fright Night. For real. Tom Holland's classic vampire tale returns with a series that picks up right after the events of the 1985 movie. So, it's like you're coming up with ongoing story right after the movie. I'm going to Obviously, have to get it. My wife's gonna want this, so we'll be following that one, letting you know what we think about it. So, if you want to buy it and read it along with us, that would be the thing to do. Then we got Transformers Wreckers Tread and Circuits number one by IDW Publishing out in the Cybertronic Tronian colonies. Good entertainment is hard to find. Fortunately, there's always the Wreckers, brave Cybertronians, broadcasting death-defying stunts and action all as a cover, and action all as a cover for undercover operations. When the only event bigger than a new Wreckers broadcast, the Speedia 500, a race for governmental control of a whole world, is threatened, the Wreckers have a new mission. Save the most viewed race in the galaxy without getting caught. Wreck and rule. Yeah. Skipping it. I just can't get into the Transformers anymore. They were enjoyable when I was a kid. But I've been having such hard times, even with the movies and stuff. They came out with so many of them, but I just could not get into them. At Transmissions, number one of four by T-Pub. British SIS agent Charlie Stratford is brought in to investigate one of the most vicious mass shootings in recent memory. After finding a link to a defunct Cold World era cryptology op called The Numbers Station, he teams up with Sasha an ambitious young GCHQ codebreaker to shut down the numbers station before anyone else does. As after me, I'll skip it. Yeah, we got a few things left in to go over for you to buy in the future, so we'll make that in hopefully one last episode for this month, and we'll get back to you with that soon. A few more goodies for you to buy. I got Twin Mermaids, Princesses of the Sea, number one of three by ARH Studios. Daughters of Poseidon, the Twin Mermaids grew up in the sea as two spoiled princesses. One is good and sensitive while the other is a naughty bad girl. Marisha, the dark-haired mermaid, has the habit of borrowing, burrowing, borrowing her father's powerful magical trident without his consent and gets her sister, Shalise, in all sorts of predicaments. With the power of Poseidon's trident, Marisha can turn into human and explore the world of men. But it never ends, ends well. And only her sister, Charlize, with the help of her older brother, Triton, and his magical conch shell can save her. If you like the little mermaid, that's for you probably, but not for me. We'll go with Undying Queen, number one, by R Studios. What's up with all these ARH Studios all of a sudden? Mesopotamia, 3000 BCE. It is the dawn of mankind and the age of Arkala, the undying queen of Ur. 
in this distance in this distant past the lands of summer are ruled by arkala cursed by the demon god asag with immortality and feeding on human blood she rules the world of she rules the world of with an iron grip at the price of her soul and humanity this is her story well i hope they write it better in the book than they wrote it for a description a nice little ms hug starting up so i gotta take some sips throughout this so here's some silence that's what that is Drink along, take a sip for the working man. Make it water, it's good for you. Chase it with a shot to kill, that's good for you too. Oh. Okay. Let's finish this off. Unnatural omnibus hardcover by Image Comics. Leslie J. Blair is a simple pig girl. She loves sushi, and she hates her job. Her world is dominated by a totalitarian government that interferes in the personal lives of its citizens, punishing transgressors for so-called unnatural relationships. Leslie dreams of something different for herself. But these dreams are quickly becoming dangerous. And when she wakes up, it feels as if she's being watched. For the first time, the whole suspenseful erotic fantasy series that made. Uh, so this collects unnatural number 1 to 12. I didn't know it was from an ongoing run. Well, yeah, it does. It's an omnibus. Uh, sorry, I'm just out of it right now. <laughs> Uh, we have Vampire Dormitory Graphic Novel Volume 1. Mito, who has no family to rely on, lives on the streets, disguised as a boy. Ruka, an otaka vampire who's only interested in 2D girls, saves her from a perilous situation and makes her an offer. Become his subservant thrall from which he can feed whenever he wants, and she can live with him in the boy's dorm. Because her very existence depends on her secret not being found out. Every day is a new danger. To say nothing of that vampire. Meanwhile, Ruka, not knowing Mito's gr a girl, dotes on her night and day in an attempt to ripen her disgusting male blood. But when real feelings develop, this dangerous romance between a cross-dressing girl and an obsessive vampire begins. Yeah, it won't be one I'll be adding to our vampire collection anytime soon. In a bargain bin, maybe. Vampirella's hitting issue number 25. So you know, might want to get that for, for a little collector's thing if you're a vampire fan. And we got Vampire's Halloween One-Shot Special Edition by Asylum Press. Sink your teeth into October's hor horrifically haunted Halloween One-Shot Special. It's sure to drain the ever-living life out of you, or at least drive you batty. Uh, we got a creepy creaking castle, literally swarming with vicious pre-code vampires, featuring rarely seen bloodsucker classics from gory Golden Age comics, highlighting the spine-chilling art of Lou Cameron, Dick Beck, George Klein, and more, featuring classic tales like The Vampire's Bite, one door from disaster, vampire ca vampire's castle. Ah, uh, this is one I'll pr probably pick up because it's decent price for a one shot. Get some classics and some new new stuff. Check it out. Buying it. 
Vampirus, oh, that's a magazine too. That Vampirus magazine is still going. They're up to issue number six. Uh, we got Venom doing a new volume, volume five, number one by Marvel Comics. Variety of different covers. Hot off the heels of Venom 200 and Extreme Carnage. We're closing out 2021 with one of the most ambitious books in symbiote history. Right, so just third 2021, it's ending already. An all-new Venom from some of the comics' greatest talents. Marvel Mainstay. Oh, yeah, we got a bunch of people in here. Uh, yeah. Just a whole new van- Venom run. If you're a fan of Venom, suggest jumping on it. Doesn't give me enough layout to pull me in, so I'll be grabbing it off the bargain rack. Uh, if you know anything about War Goddess, which I don't, they are also doing a Gore Covers bag set for her with eight issues in it. We have Winchester Mystery House, number one, by SourcePoint Press. Thought to be one of the most haunted places in the world. The Winchester Mystery House is much more than an architectural textural wonder. It's a labyrinth full of secrets. Come, step inside, and hear the house's whispers. Inspired by true events, this masterfully crafted horror tale uh, takes you into the nonstop construction of the house that spirits built and its brilliant and mysterious owner, Sarah Winchester. Chapter 1, The Heart of the House, The Year is 1886 and after suffering the loss of both her only child and husband, Sarah Winchester has come to California, bringing with her a massive inherited wealth. After buying a small farmhouse on a large plot of land, Sarah sets to work expanding it like a woman possessed. The construction crew's first task will be to build a room that will later become legendary. But something is waking up. I don't know. Is that the Winchester house in Wisconsin? Or you know, we got a Winchester town that area that's got some ghostly known things in Wisconsin here. But I'm sure it's not that one. Uh, Witcher fans. They have a Witcher Netflix figure, Geralt, by Dark Horse Comics. They also have a Jaskier figure, a Yennefer and a Yennefer figure from The Witcher. There's a Wonder Woman 80th anniversary 100 page super spectacular one shot by DC Comics with a ton of different covers. Put on your tiaras and prepare your indestructible bracelets. DC is inviting you to join us for a one-of-the-kind special showcasing Wonder Woman's past, present, and future to celebrate the legacy she has created and those she will continue to inspire with her adventures from years to come. This oversized Super Spectacular features work from some of the very best in the comic industry, along with bright young stars ready to share the spotlight with Diana. You won't want to miss these new stories that capture timeless messages of hope and empowerment presenting presented together in this gorgeous keepsake issue. Uh, something for the Wonder Women fan. Wonder Women, Wonder Woman. They also have Wonder Woman Historia of the Amazons number one by DC Black Label. The wait is over, and the entire story of the Amazons can finally be told. Millennia ago, Queen Hera and the goddesses of the Olympian Pantheon grew greatly dissatisfied with their male counterparts. And far from their sight, they put a plan into action. A new society was born, one never before seen on Earth, capable of wondrous and terrible things, but their existence could not stay secret for long. When a despairing woman named Hippolydia 
crossed the Amazon's path, a series of events was set in motion that would lead to an outright war in heaven and the creation of Earth's greatest guardian. So I will be skipping it. Not three. We got Wonder Woman. The Adventures of Young Diana, special number one, one shot by DC Comics. The world may know her as Wonder Woman, but once upon a time she was Diana, the young princess of Themyscira. Back then, she struggled to find her place on an island deemed paradise by many, but which was, to her, a prison. Trapped in her role as a royal and shielded from the harsh realities of man's world, Diana yearned for adventure and at least a purpose. So when ancient texts portraying her home's history go missing, she gets both. How far will our hero go to find the text and the truths they're hiding? Find out in this exciting story that promises to be a classic for years to come. And we got World of Benny and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest number nine coming out with some Halloween antics in there. We got uh, one last thing for the Sunday Comics fans. They have a Zitz Treasury trade paperback, Undivided in Attention, from Andrews McMeal Publishing. Zitz are always, comics are always fun to read in the Sunday papers. But that's it for today. That's it for this month, and we'll get back to you with more goodies next month.